It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for July 4th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Mary. How are you doing, Mary? Happy 4th, everyone. Thank you so much for taking your time to come listen to this podcast. I promise we've got some good things to talk about, so I'm excited to be here. Yes. Uh, Yes, we are here to talk about everything that happened on the live feeds yesterday. and. it's really by my yesterday. I mostly mean last night. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> nothing really happened during the day. Not really. I mean, you know, haircuts. Those turned out great. Haircuts. Yes. Uh, the bangs are gone. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, it could be worse. But <clears throat> now, see, personally, I think if you're going to take time to vacuum the whole house, maybe wait till after the haircuts are done. But I, I they didn't think like that. So. Mm. Well, you know, not everyone is as smart as you, Mary. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. They uh, they spent a lot of time cutting all the old hair out of the vacuum cleaner. So maybe I just didn't want to mess with that at all. <laughs> yeah. Look, they have, they like they enjoy their current relationship with hair. They don't want to form a new relationship with hair by battling a big hair monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, of course, we end up at the uh, the eviction episode, the live show where Ovi is evicted by a unanimous vote. And then uh, what was there was like some sort of like camp announcement sound like yeah uh, it was like the trumpeting like yeah i thought that was great and of course everyone thought that that meant a power had been played well like at first they they were just like ignoring it they were they just continued to do what they were doing until finally the voice came on (laughs) yeah always ignore sounds in the big brother house they probably don't mean anything i would have loved for ovi to actually try and open the door i don't know if it would have been locked or if david would have just been standing there on the other side like oh shoot well i mean like they probably were just like i'm not sure if this is supposed to be happening and i don't want to ruin the show so i'm just gonna keep going until i'm told otherwise yeah that would be my biggest flaw in the show is just anytime anything happens just completely breaking whatever i was doing yeah and then and then so that they everyone get back everyone get back to the living room and ovi looks at the kill everyone like me me too (laughs) and then ovi goes goes and sits down and julie's like please put your microphone back on ovi and then she doesn't hear him when he says 
Oh, it's still there, Julie. I just took my pins off. And, yeah. she, and would you like me to put my pins back on? And Julie's like, yeah, Ovi, it's a live show. We need your microphone on during a live show, Ovi. And he's like, OK, I'll put my pins back on. I'm sorry, Julie. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I was I, I'm guessing he was taking the pin off to give it to someone as like a goodbye present. But Julie just missing that and then berating him was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, and so of course Ovi is probably like okay what kind of puzzle am I going to have to complete here Uh, (laughs) but of course they're told that this is the new twist it's camp comeback which is uh, essentially uh, you know extinction island except without a separate island and hopefully not during the second half of the game because Ovi and also David who comes running in and everyone is so fake happy to see him. Uh, they're both going to be living upstairs in the camp comeback room. Yeah. On my Riverdale podcast, we do a segment where we talk about the cringiest thing to happen in the week. And just the the fake excitement of when anyone is not actually voted out is the, the worst part about Big Brother. Like, just skip that. I would just like one season where everyone can just be honest and say, oh, shoot, guess that was pointless. But, my whole HOH was terrible. But Mary, Christy manifested this. She really wanted, she felt so bad for Ovi talking about needing to get him out. And if he came back in that she would expose his power and send him right back out the door. She manifested that situation where he's still in the house and might come back into the game because she wanted it to happen, Mary. Yeah, they all wanted it to happen so much that they all collectively voted him out 12 to 0. Mm-hmm. That's how it works, right? When you really want to keep someone, it's like it's like reverse, right? It's like it's like golf rules. <laughs> yeah. You have zero votes to stay. So when you get a perfect score, it's like when you get all of the questions wrong on a test, it's just as hard as getting them right. It's funny you mentioned golf rules because there's been speculation about how how is the person going to return? And because Julie said they have to work on their social game while they're gone, a lot of people have been speculating that maybe the house is going to vote for somebody to return. And by if you mean by a lot of people, you mean Christy. Christy is really, (laughs) really, really hoping this is the case. Well, Christy and a lot of the audience as well. Um, And I personally think that would be a terrible idea. Because, you know, maybe it kind of worked in uh, Big Brother 3 in the particular time that it was was taking place. But in a modern day season, in this season, if the house guests have to vote one of them back in, then they're just going to vote in whoever's best for the majority alliance. And it's just going to be yet another thing that helps out the majority alliance. Let's say Jack somehow leaves next week. You we really going to have to make some let the house just vote him right back in because he's still such a huge target. Um, It would be very unfortunate. So so my 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 thought was, what if they did majority vote uh, keeps people out? It's golf rules. The person with the least amount of votes comes back in. That would actually be pretty good. But uh, then I thought that's kind of unfair to the people who are campaigning to get yeah. votes. I mean, they bring this up a lot during the day. Uh, David talks about or during the evening. David mentions it a lot, too. Like, why would we be staying in the house if not for, for some kind of social reason to get us back in? And Ovi's just like, yeah, I think it's just so that when we get back in the game, whoever it is, is not completely lost and immediately kicked back out because they actually had a chance to stay in the house and keep bonds. Um, I was going over it and trying to think because in Survivor, I would 
way prefer someone to get back in the game based on the people who are still in there having a say or having a vote or something like that. And I don't know what it is about my psychology of watching Big Brother. Maybe it's just the rooting for the underdog that I really want it to be in their hands. I'm not sure what that says about me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't I don't want the House to vote them back in because that's probably the best way to get whoever's voted out fourth back in. However, I'm going to be saying a very different tune if it's like Cliff or Nicole or Tommy or somebody who's voted out and wants to be voted back in. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll 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 see. We'll we'll find out eventually, I'm sure. Uh, so. That's that was the the episode. Of course, then we saw the HOH competition take place. Uh, Nick was the first person out of the competition. He was pretty upset about that, or at least uh, really talked up how upset he was about that. And then it came down to Jessica and Jack or uh, Jack and Jessica. And in that moment, I was like, Jessica, why isn't your name Jill? Um <laughs> It comes down to okay so jack and jessica final two in this competition and then of course we see jack ultimately win it uh so jack is our new hoh and uh I've, i just feel like this is kind of a continuation of, of what i was talking about yesterday jack ruins everything yeah i have a great quote from jack early on in the day when he's talking to i think it's sam and he says you know ah this week the reason everything is going so crazy is just because i'm gaming too hard i'm just gaming too hard and i can't wait for next week after the ov eviction when i can take a step back and things will just be chill and i'm not going to try as hard yeah that happens yeah Jack, he, you know, he's he's a man of of two worlds, a world where he hates one uppers. He wants to, you know, play because he's he's a good guy and he's full of integrity and then a world of truth. Two worlds. I I would have been happy with anyone but Jack winning a choice. I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, to be fair, like. I don't claim to be unbiased, but Jack is extremely entertaining on this show just for, I think it was Rob who was saying it last night, the element of craziness that he throws in here and just, he's very much like Devin, you know, just throws everything at the wall. It cannot help but be so out front that it's just really unsustainable. Um, I mean, you know, he, it's, it's, it was entertaining, provided a lot of entertaining feeds last night. He, he threw two house meetings in one night. After one night of being HOH, he held a house meeting and then held a house meeting about the first house meeting where he was just, I just want to make sure everyone was on board with that first house meeting. And I just want everyone to, uh, you know, sign their consent form, essentially, about the first house meeting to make sure that everyone's on board with all the house meetings and our and our, our, our thesis is here. Um, yeah, yeah, we can get into it. I mean, I, I slowly watched the first house meeting twice so that I could word for word write down Jack's speech. <laughs> Great. It was my favorite part. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. So Jack is our HOH. Um lots of stuff going to be happening. This is uh, you know, this twist is gonna make my life more difficult for the next two weeks. <laughs> because it usually gets easier as time goes on uh to to update the live feeds, but uh it's not often you see a full 16 people in the house. 
and uh, and that's going to be just the case here for the next two weeks. So the one good thing about evictions is that I can stop having to follow everyone and listen everyone talk and take notes on them, and it makes it easier. And and there were going to be only fourteen people in the house. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh. So <laughs> thank you, big brother. Uh, so lots of stuff happening here. Uh, Jackson is going to talk to David. He's going to apologize for banishing him. Uh, says, oh, you know, I'm, I thought you were going to come back. So I was setting it up for you to come back. This yeah, man, cool. dude, I threw you out there. You were supposed to get one of them out. Yeah. I, I, I passed you the ball, man. You dropped it. That's that's what it is. Yeah. And David's response to that is just, hey, what can I say, man? It was dark in there. <laughs> Which was great. I actually, I really like David's attitude, though, coming back in. Which You're the is, only one well, from the house. Okay, but, he, well, that, you know what? I am probably not the only one on the outside of the house. Yes. But he he really looks at it as, like, I think he's had he's had two weeks to sit there and go, oh, my gosh. I went into this challenge against three people that I should have beaten, just looking at it as, you know, a physical competition. The odds were completely in my favor and I lost. So that tells me I cannot count my chickens. Like I cannot assume anything. Anything can happen. I don't even know. People ask him a couple of times, well, who do you want to be put up? Cause you might have to battle against them. And he just says, you know what? doesn't matter. I could lose to anyone. So whatever. And I think that that's good that he's looking at it that way and not in a yeah, I'm the best. I can clearly beat these people again or something. Yes, uh, I do think David has a great attitude about it, which, of course, means that everybody in the house thinks that uh, he has a terrible attitude about it. Yeah, and and maybe it's just me, but I think he's also hiding a little bit of how much he understands the game or at least his perspective on people to the other house guests. He's definitely playing up the, hey, I don't even know what's going on. Do, do we do we stay up late? What time do we go to bed? Do we have rules? Who sweeps the floor? Guess it's going to be me. Yeah, One hour and, after I'm in the house. And they do definitely see through that, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that he's trying, though. It's it's good to see that instead of uh, instead of the image that they're all painting on him, which I think is a little bit inaccurate. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, David, I mean, David to Jackson's face is, you know, it's all good, dude. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Jack and Jackson are going to talk about nominations, uh, eventually that Jack is, uh, and I talked about this last night on the podcast that Jack said that he wants to nominate Jess and Kemi, but, uh, but actually, you know, kind of cool to backdoor Nick, right? Like, uh, this guy, um, what, what, what if we backdoored Nick and Jackson immediately is like, no, 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 no dude, <laughs> camp comeback. Remember he's going to stay here. He's going to, bla- he's going to run his mouth all week. He's going to come back into the game. We can't do that. We can't do that until camp comeback is over. Uh, we have to stick to grateful now more than ever. Yeah. Which is, is true. And I know you guys mentioned it last night that, the people this benefits the most are the people who got in the majority alliance right away because it's time to glom onto each other and just say, all right, you know what? There's a twist. It twists. Unlike what big brother thinks twists tend to unify the big alliances more than they break them up. So if you're all for throwing chaos in there, this is at least not the type of twist to do that. 
Yes, I completely agree. Uh, I've been, you know, I I feel like Big Brother has a majority alliance problem. And Survivor had that, too, where there were lots of pagongings that were going on. And Survivor threw more twists in. And I think that those twists did, did actually kind of help Survivor. But it's the opposite with Big Brother. Um, you know, some of those twists help Survivor. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but with Big Brother, the natural format is what prevents the majority alliances from succeeding. That's why you never really saw one big majority alliance dominating any season until we started introducing a large amount of twists into the game. Uh, you know, once we get into uh, even 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 starting to get into something like uh, Big Brother 15 with the MVP twist while that was going, there was a large majority alliance that dominated. Once it stopped, things started getting interesting. Big Brother 16, Battle of the Block 17, while Battle of the Block was happening. Uh, luckily, we had Vanessa, but even then things were much more stable while it was still going. It goes on and on. And well, uh, and this is just the latest in that line yeah, of, of things. The fundamental difference between the two shows is that the twists that Big Brother throw in tend to be just chaotic. Oh, here's a person coming back in. Here's someone that you know is going to have a random power, like the MVP twist or something. And that causes people to be more afraid and want to cling together and stick to what they know. Mm-hmm. With Survivor, their twist had to do with splitting people up and shuffling people around a lot so that you couldn't just remain with that same group of people. When you're all living in a house, that doesn't really work. And I wonder if there's a way where Big Brother could have a type of twist that said, you know, for these next, instead of doing pairs that they do a lot of times, do we're splitting the house in half completely randomly. The house is now in half and one group is going to win safety this week or you have to stay in a room with these people for you know, 24 hours or something, something to really, really physically split people apart and make and make them not able to work together. Well, I actually have a really good idea for how to uh, make people, you know, change uh, allegiances and sort of get closer to other people, really like split people up. It's um. so what happens is if one person ends up winning the power to nominate two people in the house, then that will cause a lot of uh, a lot of people to you know ha- gravitate toward that one person, and so if that one person isn't in the majority alliance, then things will often shift, right? So uh, what will happen is uh, the whole house will be very will, very shifty. One one single alliance can't dominate because any one person can win power. It's I personally think this is a genius idea. I'm not sure uh, what the producer of Big Brother might think about it though. Mm. See what you did there. No twist is the best twist. Uh huh. Or just like stick with what worked. It was your original idea for the twists, guys. Like it was the twist on Survivor that made Big Brother what it is. Um, oh well. All right. So uh, Jack, Jack, Jack can't do it. He can't do the any anything uh, fancy here. You know, maybe he will, but uh, he's heavily incentivized not to. Um, so. They uh, they say we got to stick. We got to stick to grateful. That's what we got to do until this whole thing is over. We got to stick to the group. Um, Jack is, of course, as I mentioned, he's going to call a house meeting. Uh, This is at the behest of Christy, who kind of uh, inspired him, uh, sort of uh, told him that that, that they should do this because they had the idea that why don't we just tell people that they shouldn't talk game? 
with uh with these outcasts these camp comebackers um you know this uh they shouldn't be talking nobody should be talking game with them they're out they're out of the game we don't want to put a target on their it's really for them it's for them we don't want to try, don't want to put a target on their back yeah well what's interesting about this is that the idea seems to stem from christie and it's actually brought up pretty immediately in a room where Ovi also also is And so it's first presented like we're going to present it and we're going to say that no one can talk, but it's really more, you know, against David than it is against you, Ovi, because pretty much everyone, especially Jack and Jackson, feel like, oh, we did a great job this whole week of convincing Ovi that we're with him and that we were campaigning for him and he's definitely going to be with us. And so as of now, it'd be great for him to come back because he's still in our back pocket. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, the house meeting is called. They all. They all come together and uh, and Jack, uh, he, he lets he lets the whole house. I think Ovi was not there. He was in the diary room for this house meeting. Um, but uh, he but, was for the first half. He shows up near the end. OK, yeah. uh, do you, you said you wrote down Jack's speech. Yes. <laughs> do you want to reenact right. this for us? <clears throat> I can't I can't do a voice, but let's here's what we got. I really want to hear your Jack voice. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a chat. I, I'll just jump into Jason Momoa anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, he starts off, and and just to paint a picture here, everyone's sitting down, and Jack's doing the thing where he's got like one leg up on the bench, <laughs> and then he's sort of standing up in his tank top over everyone, just really just presenting casually a casually dominant. Of, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not dictating this. <laughs> But I'm going to put myself in a position where nobody could talk down to me. He read Power <laughs> Poses by that author. I don't know. It's not a real book. Yes. Yeah. So he starts off. To be honest, I don't even need to talk about this. There's a couple <laughs> people I really value their opinion in this game, in this household, that I've spoken with. And they'd agree with me that this camp comeback thing, it's different. And, and we didn't expect it to happen. And then again, we, we totally did expect it to happen. At least I did. <laughs> I think between the four week period, we'd love to have you guys here. And he's speaking just directly at David, by the way, through all of this, like not even looking around. Okay. We'd love to have you guys here. I mean, David, we're so happy to have you back and that you've made it back. And then David's like, yeah, I mean, more than three hours is awesome. And I felt bad for him there. Everyone laughs. Ha ha ha. So with that being said, I'm one to truly believe in a common agreeance or or ignorance is bliss type of thing. If we all agree to the fact to try and avoid talking about game with the people who've been kicked out of the house, really, really going gentle here. I know that you're in a position and it, and it does benefit you guys coming back in the game. It benefits you to not make it seem like you have any alliances built up or that you've pushed yourself to automatically come in with something on your back, some kind of strategy. You have a fresh, clean slate this way. For any of the four guys, you've made it another four weeks living in a cruddy situation. And it doesn't put us in a situation where, you know, we're not trying to talk game with any of the campers out there. It's just a suggestion, but it's kind of a strategy that we wish we could express. And the campers, you know, not joining in on the house that way. Wow. And and I got to say, you know, I love the idea of presenting this to one person because Ovi is not even there during this speech but he's speaking about all four people two of which are sitting at this table <laughs> but he's acting like I mean th- those those four arbitrary people who are not not anyone here but you know those other people like I am kind of surprised no one brings up 
oh, but so the people who are like in our alliances now, they're going to be able to make strategy and talk game and have alliances and then they'll be kicked out. Are they are they not allowed to anymore? Because I have a strong feeling it's going to be a different tune when, you know, if Jackson gets kicked out. If Jackson's not going to get kicked out, though, Mary, obviously it's it's these outcasts that are going to be evicted in the next two weeks that they they know what's up. Never, never in a million years could they end up being the ones kicked out. That's just not what happens to majority alliance people. I don't know about no, you though, but that not. speech was it it took my breath away. I I am fully convinced. I don't think we should talk to Ovi or David anymore. Yeah, and it, it helps everyone to remain unbiased because then no one would have any ties to the four people. Expect you would because two of those four people are still in the game. So, I may be the only one who sees this loophole, but we'll get to it. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, you, you know, it's basically, you know how there's 16 of us in a pretty small house and we're here for 99 days and we, we have literally one thing to do, which is play a game. Let's not talk to a certain amount of these people about the game. What else are you going to talk to them about? What do you mean? Don't talk game with them. Like, that's li- that's- <laughs> well, David's question is, so wait, so like, how much time a day do you guys talk game? Am, am I supposed to be? At- and everyone's like, oh, oh, we don't we don't talk. No, not like at all. There's like no game talk because Christy is is also interjecting to this. It's mostly Jack and Christy talking a little bit of Holly kind of just sort of yesing, agreeing with everything. But Christy jumps in a lot and says, you know, it's just because. We're all we're all so kumbaya and we're all so close. And and I think we're close because we don't talk game very much. We just we just bond and we're just open and happy. And so you can join in on that stuff. And Jack's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't have to abide by this. You can go do your own thing. Like we're all we all know you're going to come across game talk eventually. And I don't want to think that you can't be a part of it. But like maybe don't instill it or route it in any way. It's just a suggestion. Not a demand. And yes, I really apologize for my complete lack of impersonation. I'm sorry. I'm not Taryn. I Rob can't do that. <laughs> I, it's it's literally it's literally like uh, okay, okay. Here's here's the thing, Mary. I just feel like it's best for us that we never talk about the planet Earth or anything that exists on the planet Earth. We should only talk about things that don't have anything to do with the planet or anything on it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I have a whole whole list of things in my notes. I, I segment out the things that are game talk and are not okay. game talk. So I've got about, you know, three things on here we could talk about for the rest of this podcast that are not game talk if Perfect. you want. Yeah. Uh, there's a great moment at the end of this house meeting, actually, where <laughs> where Sam says, so did you come here and have to take the pictures by the pool? Because you weren't in those pictures. <laughs> and David says, we're not allowed to talk about production. An immediate cut to fish. It was great. It was a really wonderful moment. I love that. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if David supervised his photoshopping. Yeah, it was it was really funny. I loved that. Um, they had good times. Uh, let's see. Well. You know, there's really not a lot uh, left that's not yeah, we, game talk. We're only allowed so. to talk uh, about things that weren't game related on this update. So uh, we can yeah. kind of I think we can skip to the end of my notes here. Um, you know, Nick and Bella got into a little spat. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cat made a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. Um, um, they got food. More more tension in the love triangle between uh, Holly, Cat, and Jackson. Oh yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. Um, lot of lot of complaining from Jackson about Cat. David made a joke that Jackson yeah. didn't. Oh, sorry. Well, no, that's that's getting too game related. Oh shoot. Shoot. Well, so the good thing about all of this is that uh, Cliff is the savior we need, and he just immediately leaves this meeting and goes talks to Ovi, and Ovi's like, so wait, we're not allowed to talk game? And Cliff's like, I'm gonna talk game to you. We're gonna talk. We're, yeah. I'll, I'll fill you in. I'll keep you up to date with everything. Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Cliff is a... He's a, he's a rebel. He's a rule breaker. Yeah. I, I Something about this house meeting really showed me which people I can count on to bring me happiness in this game. And uh, it's the ones who continue to talk game with Ovi. <laughs> and even David, to some extent. So, yeah. if anyone's wondering who the underdogs are, we found them. There we and go. At least they're at least they're aware enough to continue talking game. So I'm okay with it. Perfect. All right. Uh, so, yes, Ovi talked uh, with Cliff. Cliff said uh, that he feels like the next three likely targets are uh, Kemi. Cat and Jess. He's mostly right, I think. I think that's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty, All three pretty of close. those names are brought up. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I don't know if he knows quite yet that Nick is also on the table, but might not be, probably won't actually be acting won't on. Be until after camp comeback is over. Yeah. Uh, also, I think Cat, I think it's, they're really going to try hard to make the next two be Kemi and Jess. Then they'll get rid of Cat because then they won't have to deal with her in the house and uh then of course uh also if they have the opportunity they might try to take the shot at nick and nick will i think try to take the shot at jack but i think nick who would have taken a shot at jack this week also will be uh hindered by camp comeback and also will wait until it's over to take his shot so it's very likely going to be some order of kemi cat and jess the next three evictions yes although with the exception of the fact that these people voted out are still in the house and can blow up your game, which actually is a huge exception. So that's why a lot of these more imposing characters probably won't be voted out soon. There's still a lot of talk about how these people may get back in the game or who will. And there's, there was a lot of talk about big brother 16 and the type of battle back there. And so it's really something that I, I don't, I don't think that you can just count on someone like Jack getting voted out and immediately getting back in necessarily. It's just more of how much damage can he do in the week or two? Well, in this case, only a week, maybe not even a whole week if he gets voted out fourth, which is the only option. Mm -hmm. So, oh, well. And Cliff at least also recognizes that not just was this a ridiculous statement in the house meeting, but it's also just a really brutal way to welcome someone back into the game and say, Hey, welcome back. We're not going to talk to you though. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, if we haven't made that clear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's also, he's working pretty hard with Ovi to kind of hint at like, I want you back in the game, but also do some good work with David. Kind of like in case David comes back in instead of you, I'd like him on my side as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! 
It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So Ovi is also going to talk to Nicole. And Nicole fills Ovi in that uh, she feels like some people were blowing smoke a little bit there with Ovi, uh, including yeah. Jack and Tommy. Yes. That uh, they she feels like these people were not really on your side. She's right about Jack, kind of wrong about Tommy. Um, and Ovi will talk to the cameras saying he feels betrayed by Jack. Still not sure about the, the Tommy situation yet. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because. While I do think that Tommy would have rathered have Ovi stay in the game, I don't know. This whole day of feeds made me feel less confident in Tommy, just in that I think a lot of people are on to him, more than should be at this stage in the game for him. And even even if Nicole is not right here, the fact that she suspects that he could be someone that Ovi can't trust is not good for him. And so he's done something. And just watching some of the ways that he was communicating, especially with Ovi, he doesn't come across nearly as genuine as people like Nicole and Cliff do. And I think that's because he knows he's got all of this information and secrets in his head that he's been lying about. And he's sort of aware that he could get caught. Whereas Nicole and Cliff were a little bit more upfront with Ovi before he left about, it may not look good for you. Right. I, I, I will I will say uh, I I'm not on that same page personally. Um, I think that uh, we go through this every season. We did with Tyler. Uh, people said the exact same thing about Tyler week two, week three, because people were talking about Tyler and it was like, oh, the, 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 the jig is up. People know about Tyler now. Um, and we said the same thing in Big Brother Canada 7. Oh. The jig is up. People know about Anthony and, and Dane now. Um, and uh, I feel like because we look at somebody as the front runner, this is exactly what I said a year ago. Uh, that means that we are a lot more critical of the oh, tiny, tiny things that uh, that come up about them. I am definitely not ready to say that this means anything negative for Tommy no. in any way. And to be clear, I, I do want to preface this by saying that it's it's because I'm expected so much of him that I'm going to notice anything that could be a detriment. Whereas with someone like Cliff, who I think went in and people expected, oh, he's the older guy, maybe he won't do as well. And the people in that older underdog position tend to just kind of hang on for dear life, whereas Cliff seems to be making a lot more actively positive moves. So my bias is going to say, oh, he's doing amazing compared to the level I set him at. Whereas with Tommy, it's the smaller things. Like I think his overall gameplay fine. I don't think he's really in a lot of danger. But when I notice little things like, for example, at one point, he's in a conversation with Christy, where Christy is initially explaining the idea before the house meeting about the new rule that they're not going to talk game with the campers. And then he goes into another room like 30 minutes later, where Christy is explaining this again to some different people. And he comes in and acts like he hasn't already heard it. And Christy sort of says like, Oh yeah, you remember that thing that I already just told you about. And you can see in Tommy's eyes, he's like, 
shh, no, I'm trying to pretend like I didn't already hear this. And it's little things like that that can he can get caught up in if he continues to try and like you can just be honest and come in and say, oh, yeah, remember, I already heard that. But he's he's just there are certain things he's trying to hide the information that he already has. And uh, while that's not hurting him yet, I do think, you know, Nicole and Cliff said multiple times that maybe Ovi can't trust him and or hinted at it at least. And for all I know, that's just because they don't want him to trust him. They want to put a split there and there's actually no reason why Ovi can't. So it's not really Tommy's fault, but that that's the only thing that I could see if, if Cliff and Nicole continue with that sort of mindset by the end of the evening, Ovi did seem more down on Tommy than he was at the beginning. Yes. Uh, and so I guess like my, my response to that would be that, uh, the reason that level of scrutiny is on Tommy is because he is still the person in the majority that they want to work with the most. And so if like the reason Tommy has those relationships are if he needs them, right? Uh, they, these people, even Cliff, even Nicole, unfortunately, Ovi is already been voted out. Uh, these people are there as backup for Tommy if he needs to if he needs numbers to make a move and if he needs numbers to make a move this is not a not a level of like I don't trust Tommy that if Tommy went to them and said I need you guys to help me take out Jack take out whoever they're still going to work with him because they still like him the most and uh, and he will be spilling whatever it is that he's spilling to them Uh, if he doesn't need them then this is completely you know it doesn't go anywhere um and so, uh, honestly, I feel even better about this sort of negative scrutiny about Tommy than I did about some of the stuff about Tyler last season, where I did feel like Tyler was a little overextended at times in the early weeks of season 20. Uh, I really don't see that with Tommy here. I know that, again, every time the front runner has their name mentioned, people are like, oh, the jig is up. They're done. Um, I, I I have to continue to be that person that says I really don't think so. Uh, this sure. is and, not and that you know level every of, season this happens. You know, people definitely knew that Derek was playing well. It wasn't like he yes, hid back the same entire th- game. People said the exact same thing about Derek. Uh, I remember so, Nicole right. Nicole talking about this was like week three uh, when they were both co HOHs. Nicole went to Hayden. She was like, I think he's playing the whole house. He's super manipulative. People were like, oh, they know. They know about Derek. And then, of course, uh, Nicole goes on to be Nicole during that season, at least. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a lot of self justification before everyone screams at me and says, Oh, I'm, you know, being harder on certain people than others. Yes, I am, because those are the people I bought stock in. And so I'm trying to figure out my stock watch game and, and everything on top of that. I have Who did a you lot buy of stock in? You know, we don't need to talk about it. But I <laughs> a, a lot of people that I like. Um, but like, for example, Holly, who I also bought stock in because I thought she was positioned well, I saw because of that, I was noticing more negative things that she was doing game wise because I'm looking at her as opposed to everyone with the same weight so it it depends you know you 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 know that jack is going to make mistakes so you fault him less or yeah that's i mean that's absolutely what it is i mean uh i mean even just looking at this particular situation people are like oh look how well ovi or look how well nicole and cliff are doing with ovi but it's like ovi is an evicted house guest he's got a one in four chance of coming back and they're still on the outs from the major alliance like i love them both don't get me wrong i want them to do well i do uh but but tommy is still like 
far and away in a considerably better position than both of them. Um, and, and, and that might change for Nicole. And, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit because Jack and Jackson, uh, they do like Nicole and mm-hmm. they don't like Kat. Um, yep. and I, I really do feel like Nicole has potential and, I, and I'm there for it. Um, yeah, the, and the coldest of takes ever is that Nicole has majorly surprised me. And I'm very, very happy with that from her, from her day one person to now, I think I'm seeing so much more in her that I really like. Yes. And, and uh, again, like Cliff was talking just this morning uh, about how and I've said this before, like Cliff has always been like, yeah, Tommy is somebody that can be really good at this game and potentially really dangerous down the line. Uh, and I I compared them the other day to uh, to Derek and and, uh, and Donnie um, that, uh, you know, that, that Cliff is essentially the guy who knows the game really well and sort of sees that Tommy is probably one of the front runners just can't really do anything about it right now and also doesn't really have an incentive to do anything about it right now um but but again like this is just it's how it works nobody nobody in the history of the game ever goes in and nobody ever sees them as a threat when they're the front runner people see the front runner the the difference is that they never do anything about it that's when you start to when people start to say i'm coming for tommy i want to nominate him next to somebody that will not stay next to him uh or somebody that will stay next to him uh that's when you start to go oh okay Things are now starting to turn. Um, now there are some people that are that are talking about really actually targeting him. That's that's actual currency in the game. Yeah. And I think that's just my my, you know, dream hope is that not that I don't like Tommy. I, re- I really, really do. But I like to see people also try to do what benefits them the most in the game. And it would benefit people like Nicole and Cliff and some of the other people who are kind of, you know, out of this big alliance to want to sow seeds of dissension between Tommy and other people, keep him on their side, get some of the other people out, and then turn on him. And for that to happen, they would need whoever comes back in the game, like Ovi or David, to be more with them than they are with Tommy. And so seeing little bits of seeds of work of that now is promising, but really, really long game. There are still 16 people in the house, so you can't count on anything yet. Yes. Uh, And of course... There's not a single person in that house that hasn't been talked about as a target, except for probably Tommy and maybe maybe Christy, honestly, which is annoying, um, especially because of how tight their bond is. And I think that just further goes to show how much they are out in front. Um, but so that's that's what we got from uh, from Ovi there and Nicole, uh, Nick and Jack had a conversation uh nick was trying to be like look if i seemed not super happy about you winning hoh had nothing to do with you it's just because i was so upset that i went out so early i was so embarrassed uh it was was, i was not i did not have anything to do with you jack i promise i was definitely not trying to hope that you did not win hoh so we could take you out that's definitely not what i was thinking i promise yeah uh yeah they're they're mad about this twist uh it's a it's a full effing house and it's it's good that they had the last week to form all these bonds with the eight so they can separate everyone out and it's just (sighs) nick is so angry this entire evening first about the competition and then about the bella stuff and it's, it's not looking good for him. Actually, I, you know what? I'm taking that back. I'm changing my mind right now. 
great. Be angry because no one will want to vote you out and have you be even more mad at them. Exactly. Personally. That's so why they're keep, not. Keep yeah. playing this up. Great job, Nick. Keep going. I'm sure it's strategy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole side uh, storyline here about how, like, pretty pretty soon after the feeds come back, Nick is going to be like once again flirting with sis uh and because because sis is talking about uh like oh her relationship with jack and how you know sometimes she just feels like she can't be herself around him and uh he's like uh that i mean that's basically like code to be like uh yeah like oh oh so you're not so you're not that into him like uh so you know i mean you can be yourself around me you know like uh you know is so on and so forth and this is weird and, and and annoying and so that is also going to contribute toward the later spat with uh, with Bella and how, you know, he's going to complain about Bella and how she's uh, like not she's oh I'm not allowed to talk to not allowed to flirt with people not allowed to to, to, to whatever um, and you know, I've got to I've got to sleep in the same bed as her but I'm not allowed to we're not allowed to actually it's, it's be a showman this house is full of beautiful women what does she expect me to do <laughs> what does she expect what does she expect uh-huh. Yeah, hey, look, I, maybe your props to you for being able to listen to any of the conversations that Nick has with the other girls when he's just talking with them. Because I, if I see a camera and it's you usually have like a whole table of people and then there's like Nick sitting this way, straddling the bench and then sis sitting this way, straddling the bench. And they're just sort of in their own world talking. Real That's close, what I real close to each other. Because. I know there's not going to be any substance and I'll probably hear about the whole conversation later when he's ranting to someone about it. (laughs) So I don't need to listen to it twice. It's also hard to hear. I will say this cast and it's going to continue because there's going to be 16 people in the house until week four. But this cast is so blatant. Like they talk game with each other in a room full of people. They just start whispering like, like if it would be like if, if the chat, Mary was in on this call with us and I started just being like, okay, so Mary, what I'm thinking about is that, uh, see, see pumpkin pie in the, uh, in the chat. We need to get them out ASAP next week. We're going to backdoor pumpkin pie. We're going to put Pamela and riffraff up on the block as pawns and it's going to be great. Hopefully they didn't hear any of this. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so frustrating. There were sometimes also the feeds stop, stop doing this, stop entering a conversation right at. Yeah, he was so annoying. Who, who are we talking about? I don't know. I'm trying to write down like, is it, is it Sam? Is it Nick? Who are they talking about here? But they always cut right after we miss whatever name they're saying. And I rewound like four times trying to hear it and it never happened. And it was frustrating. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I mean, Holly, especially she'll walk into a room where there's a bunch of people talking and she'll just look at someone and be like, yeah, so this is what he just told me over there. And they're having this conversation right in the middle of the kitchen with everyone around them. But, you know, I can't hear them. So I'm assuming no one else can. Yes. Uh, so, so people are like, no, not pumpkin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going on the block button, says Rob. Um, so, uh, uh, Nick was talking to Jack, Nick was talking to Jack and he, he reveals to Jack that Kemi, uh, was planning on putting him on the block with Jackson and sis would have been the replacement. He rats 
Kemi out. Uh, he had been having these conversations with Kemi. He would have thrown the HOH to Kemi so she could do that. But now he is using that knowledge to make sure, I imagine, that Jack doesn't make the move against him because he's got, look, you've got bigger fish to fry. Kemi was coming for you. This was her mm-hmm. detailed plan. And of course, Jack is not pleased to hear. Uh, but I was that happy. Was I was talking that. to her. I was being so nice to her all week, and she never even talked to me. She's going on the block. I, unbelievable. I can't believe she would do this to me. And sis. Yes, because they were so close. How dare Remember? he? Uh, Holly and Kat are, are going to talk about. Um, Holly's a little bit concerned. Uh, you know, that she's this this Kemi stuff is getting around and uh, she is a little bit concerned that she's going to be seen as too close to the guys. You know, she heard that sis was going to be potentially put up on the block because of her association with Jack. And she's worried that she might have been an option as well, being so close to Jackson and Cat. Uh, Cat says nah, they're just jealous because we're pretty. Oh, yeah. Uh, so earlier in the day when I had plenty of time and was taking lots of notes, um, sis and Holly were doing makeup and having a makeup show. And I tried to pick up tips, but apparently my eye colors don't fit their palette. So I didn't get much information there. That was beneficial. Ouch. Right. But flash to, you know, seven hours later than that. Yes. Uh, apparently <laughs> Kemi is, is terrible because she only talks to them about how beautiful they are and she's just petty and jealous because they're pretty and Kat says I hate it when girls are ruthless and toxic for no reason yeah so this may have been the most ironic conversation I'd saw all night I I um I look you two haven't done anything except sit here and look cute I was I was a big Kemi fan I was, but hearing right. this, the, I know. she's it's despicable. always I mean, calling them pretty. I know. All she does is come in and talk about how pretty they are. And, you know, we need to completely rethink how we view the players in the house here, because that is just disgusting. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I can't like Kemi anymore because she's toxic. How toxic to do that. She's yeah. so ruthless for no reason, talking about these girls in a positive way. And, and the right thing to do is to to stand there and talk badly about her. God, uh, man. Also, I mean, I mean, this conversation is Kat, Holly and Sis. And like two seconds later, them minus Kat are just going to be talking about how much they hate Kat. So. <laughs> That's not toxic or ruthless at all. Uh, look. Look, Mary, you know, I, I think, I think the problem is that, uh, us pretty people, we just, we're constantly discriminated. I completely can relate. People are always calling me pretty and I'm just like, wow, I can't believe them. They're so mean. They're so cruel. I know they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone keep, take note chat. Whenever you say how attractive Taryn is that, you know, we're, we notice Mm -hmm. and and you're on notice. Yeah. There's somebody, somebody earlier in the chat said, Taryn looks tired. And I was like, thank you. Finally, A real finally, person. somebody is not complimenting me and being so cruel. 
<laughs> They're being so cruel. So it, that's almost good morning level of cruelness. <laughs> they called me pretty. <laughs> ah. All right. Anyway, enough sarcasm. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> such a ridiculous. They're so mad at her for, for calling them pretty. They make, she makes it all about looks. Um, uh, Kat also mentions this conversation because uh, Holly was like, I'm not sure if I can trust Nick and Bella. Kat says, I don't trust him. I'm putting Bella up on the block. Yeah. So Kat's still after Bella. Yeah, uh, which is definitely not fueled by any guy related behavior at all, probably. Yeah. So um, that's cool. <laughs> you look pretty as the new good morning. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and uh, Sis notes that if they get Kemi and Jess out in the next two weeks, then it's just Nick herself and Christy who will be in the wackadoodle contest. So there you go. You know, a lot of lot of talk about who who may have the power. And I'm constantly just trying to remember who knows the truth and who doesn't know the truth that Ovi had the power. Mm -hmm. Some people are telling him he should pretend like he does have it. I don't know how that would help. (laughs) Yeah, Cliff was saying you should you should act like you do have it. It will be beneficial to you. Um, Uh It's sad to me that his closest allies, uh, Ovi, I'm saying, uh, are the ones that are still clueless about yeah, yeah. Well, and and so Ovi talks to the camera a couple times tonight, and and he does say at one point, you know, I don't owe anything to anyone except for Cliff and Nicole. I need to play smarter than I did before. I can't give my loyalty out as easily as I did before. I feel most betrayed by Jack and Tommy, but I can't let them know that. So I do think some of that could be stemming from the fact that, well, I don't know if he doesn't know it yet, but that that his uh, information about the power did get spread to a lot of people. And if he finds that out, I think, you know, it's going to be super easy to trace back who did it. Mm. Uh, so then we get to uh, house meeting part two. Because after the first <laughs> house meeting, they were like, do you think that went okay? What do you think? Was that, did we suggest too strongly do people really agree with that or do maybe we should, you know what? Maybe we should maybe talk about this a little bit more. Hey guys, I, can we just get like a show of hands? Uh, you know, I, I just feel, I just feel like maybe that didn't go as well, as well as I wanted. I just want to make sure that everyone is definitely on board with what I said before. I'm afraid I came off a little too strong. So what I'd like to do is force everyone to publicly agree with me right now to make myself feel better about the fact that I feel like I might've come on too strong before. And they even say, I, I think it was Tommy who said like, yeah, let's all raise our hands. Because then we'll be accountable and we'll know this is like a bond who raised their hand. Yikes, guys, stop, stop forcing this. I mean, like the the best thing to do is we all know that like when you feel pressured because one person is just sort of like dictating a rule and asking everyone in front of a group of people, do you all agree? The best way to break that down and make sure that they're all still on the same page is to just do the exact same thing again. Yes. Yes. This is Except like, this time Ovi and, and David aren't there. Yeah. Which I guess helps. 
This is like um, the, the there's a there's a, a show that I, I really enjoyed uh, called Coupling, and one of the one of the episodes at the start, there's a guy that um, he uh, he calls a woman to ask her out, and he leaves a voicemail, and he, he's he's uh, or, or sorry, what happens is. Hey, so it, it, uh, actually, I, I got that wrong. It's this is a different. He he calls her and then he actually doesn't say anything, which is actually very funny. Um, but uh, basically, you get the premise. Somebody like calls and leaves a voicemail, and they're like, "Hey, you know, uh, I was thinking about going and doing something," and then you know they they hang up, and then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, I feel like I, I did something wrong. I need to." And then they call and they leave another voicemail. And they're like, oh, about that previous voicemail. I'm really sorry that I, 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 I might have come off too strong. I feel like maybe, uh, you know, I, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to come with me on this thing. It's just that, you know, I was thinking about it and, uh, I was thinking that maybe it was something that you would want to do. And, uh, and then, so of course they, they hang up and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Did I just imply that? Oh, wait, hold on. And they but call this again. This is Gilmore Girls that you're talking about. Uh, I mean, this happened in Gilmore Girls, if that's what you're It happens. To. It happens in various, various shows. Uh, the, the, uh, it, it, it also is a thing that often happens in coupling with a certain character, but not with voicemails. So. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I love your eye. You have great eyes. Not that like I'm a weird, creepy eye collector. Like I wouldn't collect eyes in buckets or anything like that. It's like, right, no, yeah. no, I'm sounding really bad. Uh, like that's what this is. Like it's Jack is like, oh, so I called this house meeting and I, I feel like nobody should talk to the camp comeback. I'm, but I'm not like telling people. It's just a suggestion. Just a suggestion that you don't need to uh, do. I'm just trying to suggest it. Uh, oh, crap. OK, guys, I just want to make sure that everyone agrees to my suggestion. And if you don't agree, that's perfectly fine. Just don't raise your hand in a group of people that are raising their hand. I think it's I think it's totally, totally fine. Everything's going to work out. Just make sure you raise your hand and then it will be all good. And then, you know, tomorrow or today, we'll probably get another house meeting. Like, I just want to make sure I just want to raise of hands that everyone feels like that previous house meeting was uh, was fair and, and good and that you felt comfortable. Uh, I, I I want you to make sure raise your hand if you did not feel comfortable not raising your hand in the previous house meeting. I just want to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was great. Um, there were a couple other funny things that happened in this house meeting. They all assume that David got to watch some of the game that was happening before coming in because he knows too much. He knows that we say things like manifesting, and he and he knows that Tommy is is jumping around all the time. Because he's a dancer and you can't put those two things together. And and even at some point, Sam says, oh, no, it's because I went up to, to David and I told him that we talk about the manifesting thing a lot. No, no, no. It can't be that. Can't because you told him. He mm. just knew. He must have watched the feeds. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about David. Um, it's I mean, again, he's basically the person that comes in week two and hasn't been there before. Like this is a completely new person to them. And uh, and and like many of the people that come in late, uh, there is rampant speculation uh, about, uh, you know, various various things. And, and it's it's all unfortunately very negative speculation here that uh, this guy, he's he's dangerous. He's uh, he's a player. Um, he, you know, he's going to do things to the women like uh, it's weird and gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the cancer in the house mm -hmm. and it's it's really not good. And then and then like Mickey Jackson tries to now are we going with Mickey or Jackson? I'm going with Jackson. I don't <laughs> care what Jack says, because you know what? I guarantee you what happened was Jackson went in. He's like, I have such a unique name because that's what he said preseason. And then Jack came in and Jack was like, yo, bro, 
our names are too similar. You got to change. And Jackson okay. was like, okay, fine. We, I can go by Mickey. And, and, and the show is respecting Jack's wishes. I do not respect Jack's wishes. I'm calling him Jackson. Yeah. The announcer finally called uh, Annalise Sis, yeah. which is uh, just also a very confusing nickname. Yeah, I don't so. love Sis, but I also, uh, that's like mostly what they, like, they actually, they call Jackson Jackson and Mickey. Right. They mostly call Sis Sis. So yeah. I go by Sis. But but yeah, so so Jackson's trying to kind of justify, I guess, the cruelty that he plans on enacting upon David. You can tell that this is sort of like, okay, I I need to make sure we're all on the same page that when I'm trashing David, it's because it's because it's a game. That's why. And and he really tells them all like, David, David, he's going to come in and he's going to he's going to try and tear things apart. We need to leave our emotions at the door because. They are guaranteed in the house for three more weeks and they can be a human wrecking ball if they want to be. They've got nothing to lose, which kind of true, but also not a reason to talk so negatively about David and put all of these ideas on him as a person before anything has even happened. Like, apparently he, you know, smiled at one of the girls or talked oh. to them. And so that's terrible. Wait, he he did what? I know. I know. It's, you know, it's just it's it's backwards Next in this thing you house. Know, are you gonna you're about to tell me that he called somebody pretty right yeah i mean i'm sure and then that means that uh he's uh, trying to make fun of them secretly while also yeah. trying to hit on them secretly sure. i mean look i don't even really want to get into it but uh jackson and holly in particular and also cat and jack to some extent we're really saying some really really not great things about what they think David is going to do in the house, particularly with the women. And so, yeah, let's stop this as soon as possible, please. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I do. I do think that when people get to know him a little better, this will hopefully slow down. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's unfortunately been a bit of a trend, but the trend in the house had, has been that when the feeds came on, it was the worst. And then as they, you know, got to know people better, it slowed down a little bit. Uh, I, am hoping that the same thing will happen here, but, uh, come on. This is not good guys. Uh, don't, don't, don't be saying these things. And like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, for a group of people who just talk so much about how grateful they are and how wonderful and stuff, it they, do they not? I think I think they really must just forget that the feeds are a thing or something. I just like <sighs> I just want somebody to to like. I wish I almost wish that like David knew he wasn't going to come back. So that he could like just sit down and have a conversation with them without the game being involved to just be like, hey, guys, look, I feel like I feel like that we should talk and that you should learn some things. So we need a summit. We need, <laughs> we need a, a house meeting. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, also, in this in this second house meeting, when they're talking about the rules again, they finally mention that. Oh, and also the, the next two people who get out of the house will have the same treatment and there is audibly less enthusiasm about that just like everyone's like oh yeah yes uh and then jack and and jackson kind of joke that they're like oh but the fourth person will probably talk game with right because they know that's the only chance they could have at getting out 
Uh, um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so that's going on there. Uh, Ovi is going to talk with Tommy after the uh, the second house meeting. They talk about the vote. Tommy says he doesn't think it'll stick. That uh, of course they're going to end up talking to uh, people, but he does say it's probably a good idea to lie low. Uh, Ovi, that you probably shouldn't be uh, gaming a, a ton because you want to be able to come in with as clean a slate as possible. Um, Tommy admits that he he did lead Ovi on a little bit. That you know he unfortunately he did he did want to make something happen, but he says, "Look, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't stick my neck out uh, too far." for it um you know it, it was largely a house decision nobody in particular was to blame uh basically being very very honest uh about yeah. as much as he could be about well, and, uh what happened while still covering uh you know his his alliance and, and this is something that you know is is no question why people like you know Derek do better than people like paul who can't admit yeah, their lives. If, if Paul was talking to him, he'd be like, "I don't even no, know no, what happened." I, what? I, I no, tried. I campaigned. I must have accidentally voted for the wrong person. Crap. Yeah, I mean, oh shoot, what happened? You and me—we're the only two in this house who are telling the truth. Everyone else is a liar. Um, but you know, where you see people like Derek. Sorry, I just watched Big Brother sixteen again. This is why I keep bringing this up. Um, you see him admit when he when he knows he could get caught in having an alliance or oh yes there was a bomb squad oh yeah like i'm going to tell my other side people over here victoria whoever some things that they could probably and i mean ovi's being a little bit obvious in the way that he's kind of trapping tommy too of like oh so uh so you're not going to talk game with me right because because other people sort of have already said that they might and tommy's (laughs) like yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll, like it's not because I don't want to. I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk a little bit and, and stuff like you can tell Tommy's like, oh, shoot. OK, I don't want to be the only one who's not going to talk game with him if everyone else is. And uh, I love when Obi says you might want to sit down for this question <laughs> and then asks him if he was giving him the runaround. Um, but yeah, it was great. I'm very impressed with Tommy that he had the, the foresight to to admit to that and say, you know, yeah, I was a little bit. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tightrope to walk, and it's one that we haven't really seen before on the show because evicted house guests are not usually living with the rest of the cast. Because, you know, Tommy obviously wants to maintain as positive a relationship with Ovi as possible, but again, Ovi is evicted, and he's only got a one in four shot of coming back. And so he does, he's, he doesn't want to like really go out of his way and make himself a target to the people that unfortunately matter a lot more who have power in the house. Like Tommy's main priority is obviously his main, his main game, which is the, the eight Christy, Jack, Nick, all of these people that he's working with. He can't sketch them out by working too hard to, uh, you know, to make sure that Ovi likes him uh, when Ovi's not even in the game. So it's, it's a, it's an interesting balance to have to watch somebody like Tommy make. And I do think he did a pretty good job here of, being as open as possible while also still hiding, uh, you know, kind of like leaving apart the things that uh, that could incriminate him and also still, you know, giving a token enough sort of effort to be like, yeah, you know, it's probably a good idea to go along with what the rest of the house said. But also I am here for you uh, so so that like even if Ovi ratted him out, that he would have enough sort of uh, plausible deniability to be like, look, I tried to tell him that it was a good idea, but what can you do? Um, So 
It's interesting, and you know, it'll be interesting to see more of how people interact with these evicted house guests. Um, you know, yeah. obviously, when you're already on the outs like Nicole and Cliff, it's very easy to just to just do whatever you want because you're already on the outs. But for the people that have something to lose, uh, how they interact with with these evicted house guests will be very interesting. Yeah, because you know, Ovi talks with Cliff, and then he talks with Nicole. And then he talks with Tommy later. And so he already has all the information from Cliff and Nicole. And so when he asks Tommy something like, is there anyone I need to be watching out for? Was there anyone who was actively trying to you know, target me or anything? And Tommy says, no, no, everyone, everyone's obsessed with you, obviously. Uh, obviously. Um, it, it's, it's comes, you know, I think there's going to be a part in Ovi's head that says, well, I've already been told by both Nicole and Chris that Jack definitely is someone I need to watch out for. I agree with what you're saying about the plausible deniability that Tommy has. And so I do think that's, it's still the best move for him to be keeping on with, you know, yeah, let- he, can't, he can't, he can't rat everything out as much because, exactly. you know, and, and, and the, I guess the question is more going to be, is there a way that either using Tommy or not using Tommy people who are not in the eight can ever take it down to even the playing field at all. Not while camp comeback is in play, I think. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, obviously it gets in points with Ovi if he throws Jack under the bus, but it also like, it's a hugely unnecessary risk because it could completely screw his entire game if that got out. So it's, totally not worth the risk but and that's again it's the dilemma that comes with evicted house guests still being in the house um so we'll we'll hopefully see a little bit more of that as as time goes on there's going to be one more person evicted uh i do think this would have been a a better and more interesting twist had we not started uh the season with such a big majority alliance that if you know uh if this twist existed for big brother 20 i think it would have been a lot more interesting um especially given all of the secrets and stuff that was that were happening there uh i feel like it's maybe not as interesting in this particular setup but uh what are you gonna do that's how how it plays out there they're just uh the twists are always gonna flop a little bit um but I am again. I'm happy to see Ovi still uh, still be in the house, uh, and I'm very happy to finally see David. <laughs> um, yeah. Even though I'm not happy about how he's been treated thus far. Um, so, and I mean, at, at the very least, it allows them to, like everyone is saying, they've got nothing to lose, really, and so it does allow them to, you know, spill any information they want or to uh, try and, I guess set up the people in the house that they like more than others, even if they're not going to make it back in themselves. Yes. Uh, Danny in the chat says, what if, ja- uh, what if Jack's rules still apply if he's voted out next week? That's, that's the, that's the goal. Yeah. No, I mean, Jack's rules are not going to apply. I would, to I, if, it would be so beautiful if Jack was evicted next week and he, Oh, but you know what? It won't matter. He's not going to be, Next right. week. I think it'll be immediate. Yeah. They'll probably immediately do the competition after the fourth person. So the fourth person probably won't need to be there. flopping. Yeah, it's okay. You know. Right. Uh, yeah. Um. So Holly, uh, like I said, Nick and Bella, they have a fight about sleeping. They eventually do agree they're going to sleep in the same bed. Uh, Holly and Kat 
more attention about uh, the Jackson love triangle. Um, they sent they sent Cat to spy on David to like get some information from him. Uh, like go f- go flirt with David. She she goes and flirts with David and uh, tries to get in. Infor- oh, and and she does it in of course her like very cat like way um, where she's like. Uh, so what, how, how do you, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, how are you liking people? I mean, you know, do you, do you feel like you're able to get a good read on people? I mean, I'm sure you, I mean, you've been watching the live feeds, right? So, so you probably know us really well. And he's like, yeah, no, that was, that was actually the joke I had written down that I said the cat was funny about was when they're in the HOH room for the second house meeting and they're talking about how David was clearly watching the live feeds. Cat says, yeah, I mean, he even came into a room with me and said, are you conspiring against me, bitches? And everyone's like, what? OMG, that confirms it. And she's like, no, no, I was, I was joking, guys. That didn't happen. That was a joke. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, I appreciate it. Appreciate that from her. <laughs> so, uh, so she she doesn't she doesn't get any useful information because there's no useful information to gather from him. Um, and also, Cat is not the person that would figure it out. No, but they they send Cat to go flirt with him, and then they sit there and talk about, oh gosh, David, he's flirting with all the girls. <laughs> it's fine. Hopefully, hopefully, this will make Kemi mad. What? I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna dig into that. Um, so, yeah, David. David is doing. He does talk with Ov some and basically say, you know, I could tell from that house meeting. I, I don't buy the whole kumbaya thing. I could tell that there were certain people who were agreeing because they actually wanted this rule to be in place, and there were the rest of them. You know, they don't. They don't have the opportunity to actually say no. What are they going to do? You know, speak aloud and and then do that. Um, so I, I think he is a pretty observant person. Hopefully he can gain some useful information at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad that no one no one has really come in and. Really, really tried to take David under their wing yet. I mean, it's been one day. So what are you going to do? I think it'll happen. I mean, he'll he'll start to find whatever group that he's going to fit in with the most. And, uh, you know, and and he'll fit in. And then, you know, those people will be hoping that he comes back, I'm sure. Riff uh, raff in the chat. I seem exasperated. I am a little bit. I'm mostly exhausted because I had two more people to watch in the house than I thought I was going to. That's mostly what it is. Yeah, again. Well, it's my uh, 4th of July, too. I want to be with Frail Daddy and the others in the parade. He's not adjusting the Gryffindor behind no, you? No, sorry. I really need to get a Ravenclaw one of these. I think it's more accurate. But, you know, no. He's uh, probably probably off juggling and riding a unicycle somewhere. Yes. And, I, and also, as I mentioned, David apparently made some sort of joke. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was on the feeds or not. Um, and maybe maybe somebody will be able to figure it out, but I'm not sure anybody knows yet. Uh, some kind of joke about Jackson that Jackson felt was mean spirited and uh, Jackson did not care for it. A mean spirited joke. Oh, my gosh. I know. I mean, in this house, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a good thing, though. Right. At least he didn't call him pretty. Yeah. Whew. That would have been bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, tiny, tiny little bit of talk about the uh, Girls Alliance stuff. A mm. um, little bit of breaking down who they think is on their side and who they don't. And it's all kind of irrelevant because they're mostly wrong about a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, so mm. I did. I, one other thing about Nicole that I thought was good was about three times 
in the night, she had very, very personal conversations with people. And I, I think she does a really good job of sort of getting people to open up to her and and bond with her in that way. They're not super game talk, but but very uh, talking about their hang ups, I think is the word she kept using. Mm. So, as, you know, I, nothing bonds people like crying. Uh, any any drunk girl at a bar will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry. Rob made a joke in the chat. Uh, <laughs> um, that one's that one's just for the uh, the live audience. Sorry, listeners. Um, <laughs> should join us live in the future for Rob's chat jokes. Uh, so that's about what we have for you. Uh, unfortunately, we're we're probably you know this week looking very much like last week. It's looking like uh, Cami is going to be the main target for a while here, and we're just going to have to be waiting an entire week to hope that Cami is not eventually evicted. I personally would rather lose Jess first. I feel like Jess is just not quite at Kemi's level um, that, uh, you know, she is still just a, a little bit uh, in, in the clouds, I think, um, you know, and, and I feel like Kemi has more potential. She has a little more connection to uh, to some people that could actually make some moves, uh, especially the Spella, Nick and Sam group. I do feel like could be the um, the uh, the sort of uh, the, the downfall of Grateful. So I'm, I'm really hoping Kemi sticks around, but it's not looking good. No, at least she's aware that she's going on the block. She is. So, yes. And at least, at it, it, the very least, it looks like they're not planning on backdooring her. So, got pretty good odds. There was a weird conversation where uh, Sam said something like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if you don't put her up because she's going to be able to play in veto anyway. And then there was like five minutes of crickets where everyone was trying to figure out what in the world he was talking about. <laughs> I don't think he knew what he was talking about either. Yeah. So, uh, didn't go anywhere. Honestly, honestly, either way, if if Kemi goes home or if Jess goes home, there's like a real good shot that the other one's just going to go the next week. So it's not even that. I'm not even that hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. And we will all. It, it's it's really easy right now to like Ovi and David, and it's going to be harder when more people join join the four. Yeah. All right, so that was what we have for you today. We will, of course, I will, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. Uh, we got uh, we got some cliff notes already, so nice. We'll have some My fun favorite. tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sunday. Sunday will be the next episode. So on Sunday night, uh, I will be live with Rob to recap the Sunday episode of big brother 21 and uh, then of course monday we'll be back with the next round table uh so that's what we got uh thank you for joining us you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong you can find me on instagram taren underscore armstrong i never posted that cat picture uh yesterday but uh it's mostly because i saw that instagram was uh, like supposedly down and i was like oh Guess I can't post a cat picture. Um, but then it came back up probably at some point and then I still didn't do it because I was I was busy streaming on Twitch. There I you know. assume by a cat picture you mean Catherine from this season. Yeah, that's yeah. what did you okay. think it was? That's what I thought it was. I'm glad. Just confirmed. 
Yeah, it was uh, I, I was it was a side by side of Cat and my face from the podcast with Brent. That's what I was going to post. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Mary, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me at follow, follow me at Frail Mary everywhere. So if you want to see pictures of me and no cats of any Oof. kind, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a no from me. Yep. Yep. Uh, so that's that's on Instagram and, and from my tweets on Twitter. Just don't. Don't call her pretty, guys. No, I mean, please don't. Like, it really hurts. Yeah. I prefer... I can't even think of a word. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't locate on my Instagram either, please. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Happy Fourth of July. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.